welcome to another conversation on the 39A podcast. I am Vibhor Jain, a lawyer with Project 39A. Project 39A is an extensive criminal justice program based out of National Law University, Delhi. Today, we are talking about the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on criminal law practitioners in India. Like every aspect of life over the last 16 months, the lives of lawyers practicing criminal law in various parts of the country were also greatly impacted by the changes the pandemic brought about. Many changes have taken place in the functioning of nearly every aspect of the criminal justice system. We are speaking today with four lawyers practicing in various parts of the country about their experiences handling criminal cases during the pandemic. What has gone well, what has not gone well, and why? We have with us Sahana Manjesh, who practices in Mumbai, Somnath Watts, who practices in Ahmedabad, Seema Mishra, who practices in Delhi, and Abhishek Dikshit, who practices in Lucknow. Sahana has also authored a report with the Commonwealth Human Rights Initiative on the impact of video conferencing on fair trial rights. Welcome, everyone. Let me just begin by getting a sense of what the impact of the pandemic has been in the local lawyer communities where each of you practice. So, Abhishek Ji, the pandemic has been a difficult time for several lawyers. Many have suffered losses to their earnings and their livelihoods. Yeah, Lucknow may be lawyers ka experience similar raha hai financially. Ji, ha, bilkul raha hai. Agar main kahun ki Lucknow High Court mein 80 se 90 percent log इस समय पैंडेमिक की वजह से हमारे जो अधिवक्ता भाई हैं वो सफर कर रहे हैं काफी असर पड़ा है लोगों ने अच्छे-अच्छे स्कूलों में बच्चों को पढ़ा रहे थे तो अब यहां तक की स्थिति आ गई है कि वकीलों को अपने बच्चों के अच्छे स्कूलों से एडमिशन उनका नाम कटवा करके उनको दूसरे जगह में भी दाखला दिलवाया है तो ये स्थितियां हैं परिस्थितियां हैं सब लोग परेशान हैं कल मैं कुछ अपने वकील दोस्तों के साथ में था तो सब में एक बड़ी निराशा थी कि क्या होगा कब तक चलेगा जी जी या एंड इट्स बीन टफ ऑल ओवर हर जगह ही किसी भी वर्ग में हो किसी भी एज में हो दे प्रोबेबली फेस अ लॉट ऑफ डिफिकल्टी सहाना हाउ हैज द पैंडेमिक इंपैक्टेड द डिसीजंस ऑफ यंग लॉयर्स यंग प्रैक्टिशनर्स इन बॉम्बे maybe who had recently started independent practices um it's been very tough for us young lawyers to be honest because i think you know you need to be in court you need to be seen to be able to get more cases and to build your practice and uh, that's of course been very difficult because our lower courts our session courts they are not physically open except for very limited hearings like say bail hearings Okay. or remand hearings unlike um, say a delhi lower court where you know even that's been able to move to the video conferencing platform and high court listings also are very difficult to get because there are a limited number of those so it's 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 been tough it's been tough uh, many young lawyers who probably come to bombay from other cities have had to go back home um, and also i mean bombay is, is 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 a city which really relies on its trains right so we've not had access to trains which has been a very very difficult thing not just for young lawyers but also for you know everybody who supports uh, an office the the clerks the 
people who work in these courts, it's been a tough time. Right, right. Uh, in Delhi, for instance, Seema, uh, if we move from just generally lawyers as a community to specific kind of lawyers, especially legal aid lawyers. So uh, you seem to do a lot of legal aid work, for instance. What has, how has the quality of legal aid been impacted during the pandemic? Or what, how have legal aid lawyers been getting by during the pandemic? Um, so there is, most of us uh, do a lot of trial work as legal aid and there is no trial happening at all. And a lot of, in Delhi though, there is, um, you know, you're on video conferencing, but I found a lot of lawyers finding it difficult because they have to use the phone, their children are on online classes. So a lot of people have had to, you know, find it difficult to connect on the phone, I mean, uh, to a video conference and there is no, uh, and uh, besides the legal aid, you know, there's no production happening. So extension of remand is happening without uh, any lawyer presence. So these are very, you know, very, very critical issues of at the time of production, not having a lawyer present. This is a critical issue that we've had to deal with. And just, just from everyone, actually, what has, what has the response been from local bar associations or lawyers bodies? Uh, Let's, uh, let's hear from Somnath sir, in fact, on this, Uh, how have they reacted to the changes that have come about? So lawyers, and lawyers' bodies, they are two uh, entities which are trying to operate simultaneously also. And sometimes lawyers in, uh, as, as in a certain category, see, I will divide lawyers between in two categories, particularly on criminal side. One are those lawyers who practice on process side, so to sort of get the work done. And then there are those lawyers who are practicing on the legal issues, trials, which concern, say, arising out of bail. So those are people who are able to transit between one court, one forum, Metro, JMFC, Sessions, High Court. In Ahmedabad, uh, fortunately, and, and in, in Gujarati in general, the cases uh, were either controlled or uh, the, the response of the uh, state government and the courts uh, in transiting to uh, a Zoom-based, app-based uh, court system was relatively quicker, as in from what I can understand from my other friends. And therefore, the demand of lawyers, uh, the law association, bar associations, was physical resumption. So right. the complaint was not that it is virtual, like uh, Seema said, that uh, productions were happening without lawyers. That is an instance which I do not know of here. Because as soon as somebody had a lawyer, the lawyer was getting uh, Zoom links for appearances. Uh, and if uh, physical production of the accused was uh, there, uh, he could have insisted in the, with appropriate precautions. I have appeared physically during remand hearings. So uh, the request always had been for physical resumption. That was uh, the uh, large uh, demand which was okay. made. Staying on that, the the move to online hearings uh, has has a particular kind of impact on certain proceedings on the criminal side, such as those for remand or for bail. So now cases for remand require a lot of physical movement sometimes between the court, police station, jail uh, by the lawyer, or at least inquiries being made uh, from uh, where it's happening, etc., etc. So in Ahmedabad courts, were there unique challenges in seeking remand, particularly in, in those periods where there was complete lockdown, for instance, in the beginning or during the second wave. 
Yes, so that that's a good point. Now, so in production, remand-related issues, uh, I would classify that into two levels. One, those people who had some sort of anecdotal access to lawyers, so they were able to uh, get lawyers both uh, financially as well as uh, in terms of approaching them. There are other people who may not belong to that city or even the state, and therefore they would have had no access in terms of knowledge, contacts. So those are people who, who would have been affected because ordinarily such people at first instance would have been given legal aid lawyers. And uh, without much interview, obviously, because that kind of opportunity did not exist even for private lawyers. So therefore legal aid lawyers, because there are there is a very uh, active legal aid uh, community community uh, which is uh, which is then set up under the Gujarat State uh, Legal Aid Advisory Committees. Right. So that is it's an active committee. It obviously requires much to be improved on, but those are people who are then able to represent. So those kind of in terms of quality issues were there, but uh, I would say infrastructurally uh, the the court here, and you must also bear in mind that the Chief Justice here he started live uh, broadcast, live streaming of the chief court quite soon, very early. And uh, therefore, there has been a proactive step uh, by furnishing permanent uh, Zoom IDs to all the judges, except uh, the JMFC courts. But all sessions courts in Gujarat, they have a permanent Zoom ID. So you are able to access the court. The staff were extremely cooperative with all the teething challenges. I'm not trying to sweep any uh, issues. But the access issue was uh, resolved, uh, uh, and it's, it's a daily process getting resolved. But uh, yeah. it's 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 happening. Before I want to connect it a little bit, because I think that in Delhi, there were legal aid lawyers, but because production was completely virtual, so you couldn't bring your own lawyers. Now legal aid lawyers are doing it in routine, and all the production was done in jail. तो उनको वीसी लिंक है दिल्ली में एक्चुअली वीसी लिंक हर कोर्ट का परमानेंट है पर आप जब वो जेल से जेल के अंदर हमें अलाउड नहीं था जेल का लिंक हमें जेल के एमएम का लिंक नहीं था हमारे पास वो तो लीगल एड लॉयर सब कुछ करेगा तो अपना स्मॉल थिंग्स लाइक एक्सटेंशन ऑफ रिमांड आप केस डायरी साइन करवाना चाहते हैं तो वो कैसे होगी क्योंकि इतना सब इतने डरे हुए थे किसी को जेल से निकाल नहीं रहे थे सो दैट वाज अ वेरी बिग प्रॉब्लम Right. And very similar to what um, Somna Ji is saying is that bar at least the district court ke bars were very insisted on physical hearing, not because it's it's difficult access, but बहुत सारे लोगों को walk-in clients मिलते हैं. तो उससे कि मतलब जैसे कुछ लोग हैं जिन जो कर सकते हैं अपने offices में VC वो ठीक था. But बहुत सारे लोगों को वो वहाँ बैठते हैं अपने chamber में और क्लाइंटिकलीसिबिलिटी uh, a true proper exercise of remand in 
uh, a virtual sense okay. because there are so many things that a magistrate is required to do right so you're required to see if a person is injured you're required to question if there has been any uh, you know difficulty in custody um and it's just i mean we assume that whatever was happening physically can just be transplanted online but that's not really the case right because you need to have certain special safeguards so when i was interviewing i was interviewing lawyers and judges uh, including magistrates and mostly lawyers who were practicing in uh, before the magistrates and a lot of times what they uh, told me was that you know police station mein jab police rep custody remand hota tha to police officer ke hath mein rehta tha mobile phone jiske through wo produce hote the magistrate ke sath तो तुम सोच सकते हो ना कि यू कैन नेवर फंक्शनिंग you know it was okay perhaps at that stage in the early hmm. stages of the pandemic but there are some things that are necessarily to be done physically then hmm. even if you were to look at how the crpc amendment happened right so section right. 167 when it was amended the only uh, production through video conferencing that was allowed was for judicial custody remand and i think even that there are issues like the speakers before as explained typically for police custody remand the first remand upon arrest there's a requirement that it happens in person perhaps similar to that there is an issue on bail matters and the urgency there now we know that a lot of matters getting listed across the country during the pandemic were bail applications bail applications in fact kafi thok ke bhav mein list ho rahi hongi but did you face in bombay any difficulties in having urgent bail matters heard before the trial courts or the high court or did you see any changes in the way that uh, bails were granted or how surety was fixed uh, when bail was being granted um I mean, see, bail hearings have been happening quite regularly and routinely in Bombay, which has been great. Um, in the sense that, because that's the only work really apart from remand's work, it's also been getting a lot of attention, which is a good thing. But the thing is, like I said, our sessions courts and our magistrate courts are not online, right? So those of us who were able to go and appear in court for these bail matters sometimes were unable to do so. because the trains are not functioning or we were scared to do it at times you know there were dates when i was very scared in the peak i was very scared to make that uh, travel also so a lot of times those applications just ended up being pending and you know your clients are calling you and they're asking you what's up and you don't really have an answer because uh, it was not easy to go with respect to the high court of course those hearings were taking place uh, virtually but um, i mean yeah you had to wait for your slot as with most things but i i'd like to really mention about surety and the kind of um issues some of us had to face with that right yes. and it's true even in general times of course that a lot of people um especially in the kind of cases which come to legal aid or the pro bono matters that you do these are people who in any case have a difficult time arranging for surety but that became a a sort of double challenge in this time because uh, you couldn't really go around and meet people you need to meet five to 10 people and maybe one of them will you know end up being the person who stands surety um and work doesn't get done in one day it's procedural there are some requirements they need to get a medical test some document is missing and you know it was again difficult for them to come from far away so there were there were cases in which you know i've got a bail order and i've had to wait for two to three months before Uh, the party has been able to arrange for surety oh wow 
and also the difficulty has been that um, although we were allowed to make phone calls to our clients uh, in the prison uh, that worked well for some time but in the middle again they sort of did not allow for that they had to make physical visits to prison so you know there was just, just so much lost in translation in this entire process right. uh, but i mean in in on a positive note there were some judges also who gave conditions such as you know granting um, cash surety until the complete reopening of courts at which time you could give your other sureties okay. so i mean it was a bit of good and a bit of bad i'd say right uh, i mean and one thing you bring up is that uh, that as a criminal lawyer there is only so much that you can just not appear and not uh, take up your client's cause so for instance abhishek ji kya aap kai bar aapko aisa laga ki aapko ek matter ke liye physically appear hona pad raha hai ek adalat ke samne ya kahin aur bhaga daudi karni pad rahi hai aur uski wajah se aap apne aap ko ya shayad apne aas paas jo log rehte hain unko aap aap aapko risk pe dalna pad raha hai kyunki ye kaam hai ek criminal lawyer ka so did you or your colleagues uh, feel that you had to make court visits uh, that could have been avoided जो शायद जरूरत नहीं थी एंड यू टुक द रिस्क ऑफ बीइंग इंफेक्टेड एंड गेटिंग कोविड एंड व्हाट वर सोशल डिस्टेंसिंग मेजर्स इन कोर्ट्स और इन द हाई कोर्ट व्हाट वाज दैट लाइक हमको थोड़ा उस पर बताइए अगर मैं मैं अपनी बात कहूं तो मैं व्यक्तिगत तौर से तो मैं अपने आप को भी परेशानी में डालने में राजी हूँ अमूमन मेरे यहाँ सब चाहते हैं कि कोर्ट में बहस हो फिजिकल हेल्थिंग हो और आप ये समझिए कि हमारे यहाँ हाईकोर्ट चूंकि नई हाईकोर्ट की इमारत बनी हुई है इलाहाबाद हाईकोर्ट की जो लखनऊ बेंच है तो वो बहुत विशाल और भव्य है तो इतनी जगह है उसमें सोशल सोशल डिस्टेंसिंग ही अपने आप में एक ये गलत है मेरे ख्याल से वो फिजिकल डिस्टेंसिंग वर्ल्ड होना चाहिए तो उसमें जो है आप इतना जगह है कि आप मतलब कोई कोई सवाल ही नहीं उठता और सब लोग आराम से उस पर बहस कर सकते हैं कोर्ट रूम बहुत बड़े होकर बने हुए हैं हमारे यहाँ और डिस्टेंस बहुत है और सब चाहते हैं अगर आप वकीलों से बात की जाए और उनका एक एवरेज निकाला जाए तो 90 से 95 परसेंट वकील ये कह रहा है कि फिजिकल हेयरिंग स्टार्ट होनी चाहिए बट नथिंग हैज बिन डन अच्छा हम लोग एक दो साल हो रहा है धीरे तब से सफर कर रहे हैं ये कहिए कि हम लोग हाँ थोड़ा सा एक फैमिली बैकग्राउंड है मतलब सरवाइव कर पा रहे हैं जी लेकिन बहुत से ऐसे वकील हैं जो लखनऊ शहर में रहता रहते थे मैं व्यक्तिगत जानता हूँ वो लखनऊ छोड़ चुके हैं वो चले गए अपने गाँव को अपने बच्चों का दाखिला उन्होंने जहां अच्छे स्कूलों में करवाया था नाम कटवा लिया सिविल कोर्ट में ट्रायल कोर्ट में 200 से 250 वकीलों ने अपना लाइसेंस सरेंडर कर दिया है बार काउंसिल का वो अब कोई और काम करने जा रहे हैं क्योंकि एक साल में उनका कुछ नहीं हुआ है सब कुछ खुल रहा है लेकिन सिर्फ हाई कोर्ट की बंद है अच्छा दूसरी बात ये है जजेस अभी तक हमने कोई ऐसा मतलब जजेस की तरफ से लॉजिक तरफ के तरफ से कोई ऐसा इनिशिएटिव नहीं देखा कि उन्होंने अपनी सैलरी को वो किया हो आ, मतलब अधिवक्ताओं के हित में कि आ, वो कर रहे हैं अब वकील बेचारा क्या करेगा वो तो उसको एक तो पैंडमिक में नीचे से लेके ऊपर तक हर आदमी परेशान वैसे ही नंबर ऑफ केसेस मैंने देखा है फाइलिंग कम हो गई 
लोग टर्नअप नहीं हो रहे हैं क्लाइंट्स क्रिमिनल में जो बहुत जरूरी है जो अंदर है और हमारे यहाँ सबके यहाँ तो बहुत अच्छी अच्छी बातें हैं लेकिन मेरे यहाँ हाईकोर्ट में ना बेल बेल लिस्टेड हो रही है ना अर्जेंट मैटर लिस्ट हो रहे हैं बहुत दिक्कतें आ रही हैं और सब लोग बहुत सफर कर रहे हैं और बार हमारी बिल्कुल एकोमोडेट नहीं कर रही है हम लोगों से कि ये ऐसा क्यों हो रहा है कि ये ट्रांजिशन या ये चेंज नहीं हो पा रहा है कि अगर आप हियरिंग फिजिकल कर रहे हैं तो सेफली कर पाए अगर सब लॉयर्स इतना परेशान हो पा रहे हैं तो उनके लिए अकोमोडेशन क्यों नहीं हो पा रहा है सिस्टम के चेंजेस के थ्रू मेरे यहाँ तो मैं मैं बी एन एडवोकेट में तो एश्योर करता हूं अगर आप कोई और आके देख सकते आउटसाइडर देख ले तो फिजिकल हेयरिंग तो बिल्कुल आप देख लीजिए सोशल डिस्टेंसिंग के सारे नॉर्म्स फॉलो करते हुए हमारे यहाँ हो जाएगी इतना स्पेस है और सबसे पहले जब शुरुआत हुई थी तो सबसे पहले अगर कुछ बंद हुआ था तो वो हाईकोर्ट था हमारे और सब कुछ खुल रहा है और अभी तक हमारे यहाँ हाईकोर्ट और सब खुल जाएगा और सबसे बाद में ही हाईकोर्ट क्योंकि लॉर्डशिप को तो कोई दिक्कत है नहीं और वकील बेचारा मरे तो कोई वो नहीं है तो वो सारी स्थितियां हैं और जो अत्यंत मैं कहूं कि विकराल रूप धारण कर चुकी है हाँ कल कुछ सुनने में आया था कि जुलाई के मिड में आगे एक दो हफ्ते में कुछ पॉसिबिलिटी है कि फिजिकल हेयरिंग स्टार्ट हो लेकिन अर्जेंट मैटर ही हमारे यहाँ लिस्टेड नहीं हो रहे हैं बेल सुनवाई नहीं हो रही है और अगर ये फिजिकल हेयरिंग शुरू हुई तो मैं ये बता रहा हूँ आने वाले छह सात आठ महीने जो मैटर लिस्ट होंगे क्योंकि वो बैक बैकलॉग फ्रेश लगे होंगे पुराने जी। तो वो आएंगे तो लिस्टिंग आप भूल जाइए लंबे समय तक वो भी बहुत होगा तो आई सेंस दैट देर इज अटेन अमाउंट ऑफ एपथी और टर्निंग दुकिंग that may be involved now another now another category that gets affected similarly are prisoners now seema in the matter of emergency parole or interim bail to prisoners we have seen that the courts and state governments have taken active steps by forming high powered committees so aap what has been your experience on ground in delhi with proceedings for either interim bail or for parole under the guidelines framed by such high powered committees or is there still some ignorance happening or is there finally some attention being paid to ha- how much we incarcerate and how much there may actually be a need to make arrests and maintain custody so arrests are carrying on as they you know as they as if nothing has happened and where they can uh, you know when there is uh, they can follow uh, you know under 7 years and not arrest they they are really not looking into that but the uh, legal aid the high court and the trial courts are fairly active on this uh, thing of uh, you know they've set up guidelines of who can be released from um, prison but usme right. and uh, their regular legal aid lawyers being asked to uh, appear but again in that also jab wo guidelines mein aate hain tab bhi kuch especially in matters of um, uh, poxo even if they, they come within guidelines unko they want the uh, the judges are very keen to send it to the regular court right. and uh, so they are usually jo aa rahe hain wo 7 saal se kam ki saza wale cases hain jo hpc high court committee high court ne kaha hai ki unko release kariye par dikkat kya aa rahi hai ki jo cases of rape ndps ab unki evidence atki hui hai wo saalon se andar hain 
कोई साइन ही नहीं है एविडेंस का तो वो भी मतलब आप बेल नहीं देंगे जब तक एविडेंस नहीं होगी हाईकोर्ट भी कह रहा है कि ये की विटनेसेस एग्जामिन हो जैसे रेप में आमतौर पे यदि प्रोसिक्यूटर्स की एविडेंस हो जाती है तो उसके बाद बेल कंसिडर की जाती है एप्लीकेशन देखकर क्योंकि सबकी चिंता है तो ये एच पी सी वाले गाइडलाइंस वाले तो हो रहे हैं बहुत बेल और वो ऑटोमेटिक पर इसमें ये भी है कि वो एक्सटेंड होगी कि नहीं उसमें बहुत भागा दौड़ी हो रही है आई रिमेम्बर लास्ट लॉकडाउन यू नो एवरी थ्री मंथ्लाईजन की ऑटोमेटिक होगा कि नहीं बट दैट्स ऑल राइट वो तो हमारा काम है बट दू नो कॉल सीरियस ऑफेंसेज में बहुत दिक्कत होती May have been bail applications, and while some accommodation may have been made towards parole as well, uh, so there may be some degree of familiarity for those proceedings online. But there are other stages of the criminal procedure that do not so easily transition from physical hearings to online hearings. So one such stage, obviously, is the recording of evidence by witnesses during a criminal trial. So uh, in your experience, what uh, has recording of evidence been happening in trials at all? so actually in delhi uh, for almost 6 or 7 months they had started this system of the courts will each court will sit on every alternate day right and to ek din mangal mangalwar ko yadi ek court baithega to wo fir budhwar ko uski chutti hogi aur fir brahaspatiwar ko baithega so in that actually and litigants were not allowed to come only if they were uh, summoned by the court right so usse kya ho raha tha at least in the trial courts ki kafi सोशल डिस्टेंसिंग हो पा रही थी कम लोग थे और उस दौरान तो काफी एविडेंस रिकॉर्ड हुई है और मतलब थ्री वन थ्री स्टेटमेंट ऑफ अक्यूज भी रिकॉर्ड हुआ है फाइनल आर्ग्यूमेंट्स भी वो भी वीसी से हो सकते हैं तो आई थिंक कि डर तो सबको है क्योंकि दिल्ली में जो पिछले दो महीने में तीन महीने में हुआ है उसमें कोर्ट स्टाफ भी बहुत बुरी तरह उन पर असर पड़ा है जजेस भी पे भी हुआ है तो डरे तो सब है पर इस तरह यदि हम लोग खोले थोड़ा थोड़ा कर कर और जिन मैटर्स में एविडेंस नहीं है वो तो अब अब ये डेढ़ साल हो गया अब एविडेंस नहीं होगी और वो लोग सब जेल में होंगे तो बहुत इट्स अ वेरी सीरियस यू नो जस्टिस इश्यू एंड दी ओनली थिंग इज की बेल तो हम लोगों के यहाँ बहुत हो रही है सुनाई सुनी जा रही है दे गेट लिस्टेड द सिस्टम वेरी गुड लाइक सोमनाथ सेट वेरी वेरी हेल्पफुल स्टाफ पर बैंडविथ की दिक्कत है सो आई एम एक्चुअली आर्ग्यूइंग बेल विदाउट सीइंग द फेस ऑफ अ जज सब उसमें वीडियो ऑफ है इट्स वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू गेज यू नो इट्स इफ इट्स अ कोर्ट दैट आई अपियर इन रेगुलरली एंड द जज नोज मी इट्स ओके इफ इट्स अ न्यू कोर्ट देन यू नो ही डजेंट नो सो इट्स अ वेरी डिफिकल्ट थिंग दैट यू नो दिस डजेंट हैपन इन हाई कोर्ट बट ट्रायल कोर्ट में बहुत होता है now on this gauging of facial gestures or gauging the mind of the judge and the judge doing the same with with a witness that is an important part of uh, uh, recording evidence for instance so uh, somnath sir do you think that as a long term measure video conferencing can be used 
for recording of evidence in criminal trials and if so then in what categories of cases in so far as recording of online evidence is concerned i have had the opportunity of uh, cross examining but it is it was not a wide scale practice till recently uh, before it became physical and because most lawyers for reasons which seema just said were wary of uh, taking cross examination in distant manner or as in my case where the witness was sitting right beside me but the court was uh, at a distance or right. con- connected through a computer now documents which are there with the court are also there with the witness may also be there with me but we may not be at the same page so what question you are asking you had to probably explain to the court in terms of relevance ke sab ya bo line ka question hai Anji. now in cross examination uh, obviously asking questions uh, once you have already asked and then you are getting to the next one and if you are trying to explain probably even in english sometimes the witness gets the hint that's a question which she requires to be cautious of right. or think about so physical hearing cross examination noting of demeanor imagine a face of a person section 281 crpc how would a court not demeanor correct in such circumstance it's not that it's impossible however uh, so this is from the accused side cross examining a witness but when it comes to uh, a, a prosecutrix giving evidence there is already an inbuilt mechanism where she is uh, she can choose to be in a position or in a a secluded environment where she is not face to face with say a defense lawyer or even an accused so there is some sort of mechanism which is uh, built in presently which could be used in a video conference facility but i would have my uh, uh, doubts because there the court can exercise its powers whenever the accused or the defense is trying to be intimidatory being right. more active in such circumstances would be a better solution rather than putting it to video conference because what we have seen before is that from that profulla the way matter right. where uh, in canada when the video conference uh, related evidence of witnesses were permitted now we have uh, provisions where the entire trial can happen when accused is at a distance in the jail where his physical production is not needed and it is so required because this has to be reflected you can't impose a system where witness is to be cross examined and then convert it into a, a a mechanism by which you can conduct a trial where accused and his lawyer are separated by a screen right because there are so many occasions when let's say that a lawyer does a mistake how would an accused through the screen interrupt that's right he finds that extremely hesitating extremely hesitating and another thing is that uh, we have recordings of evidence where accused say in a heinous case let us say i would not say he's done it but because of graininess of the picture because of some connectivity issue the trial gets delayed now what about the prosecutrix in that matter what about the state or society's interest in that matter correct so you have to put a balance and see what best serves so what may ap- apply well for a muddamal matter may not apply for an evidence based matter i know i had a question so yeah. you're saying that evidence is being recorded through video conferencing 
in oh, Japan, yes. in in some in some of the cases but as i said it's not a widespread practice some principal judges they have because they are taking the view that the accused is in, in behind bars right so why should i delay his trial so but because in, in delhi that's not happening at all and i we are also very wary because about prompting of witnesses exactly all the things that you said and yes i have done one uh, examination of prosecutors from abroad it's very exhausting you know yes. that um, having everybody having documents yeah it's it's, it's interesting yes. because i have not seen it happening in delhi at all i have done it that's why i'm saying but it is exhausting it takes time the zoom link goes off after a certain point of time so you are in the middle of a point developing something then 10 minutes then the court is dictating something you are barely able to see it on the screen uh so it, those kind of things are so it's it's a it's a really complex issue as in it doesn't have a so it's not by saying simply that you replace physical by virtual and therefore you can have speedy trial right that uh, and 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 that too accompanied with fair trial i i do not i think much needs to be think about, thought about absolutely no doubt it's a complex issue and i just uh, to to take a cue from how exhausting that is one other issue that is exhausting for criminal lawyers something that you touched upon as well is receiving instructions from imprisoned clients now even previously securing instructions from clients in prison has never been an easy task for a criminal lawyer uh, now sahana what challenges have you faced in contacting imprisoned clients during the pandemic or uh, in in while preparing the report on this particular issue have the jails been cooperative in allowing sufficient access to clients to seek instructions you know it was really a work in progress to be honest so in the first wave of the pandemic early on we genuinely as lawyers and as family members had no way of contacting prisons because of course they were completely shut down uh to anyone outside so um you know like in bombay the there was a petition that was filed in the bombay high court in which lawyers wanted to get um, access to their clients and therefore they's coming up with this policy of giving out phone numbers so you could write in in the morning give the utp number or the convict number and then they would call you back which was a great system because uh, i think for the first time a lot of lawyers were talking to their clients uh, while they were in prison because otherwise all of those conversations happen when they brought to court right because it's genuinely very difficult for lawyers to make time to go to prison and meet with their clients so that was that was good for a brief period of time but what happened was between the first and the second wave when there were those three months where we thought you know things are back to normal um things went back to not having the telephone number and for us to have to go visit that process was disrupted um but in my, in my conversations with lawyers in different uh, cities for the purpose of the report i realized that this was not so easy getting access to speak to their clients was impossible because you know there are so many prisons in our country which don't even have a phone call facility you know their uh, the prison officers are not allowed to give their mobile phones sometimes most times prisons are outside of network areas so there is no system of you know even having a phone number right. and of course nobody was allowed to visit prison anywhere so it was impossible for so many um lawyers to speak to their clients to know what was happening and perhaps the one good place where video conferencing could have been used and was used in some cases like in sikkim one of the judges that i was talking to was telling me that they converted one of the rooms uh, with the vc system in the court 
for the purpose of uh, vakil mulaqat but the thing is see one is of course access like i'm saying it was not uniform in a big city with phone call facilities perhaps it was possible in a lot of cases there aren't phones but the second thing is also um, a lot of times you are not so sure that these communication channels are secure uh, right yes. comes another issue for a lot of cases um which is not to say that you know right now is the time that we would be able to get that it it requires more thought but going forward i feel that one of the good things about this process of you know having these e mulaqats was that there was an increase in the conversation possible between lawyers and clients and i hope that this is one of those two good things that we take forward um you know and also just to say to add to what uh, sumnath sir was saying you know it, it actually trials have been taking place through video conferencing in a few other cities as well communication at that particular moment right when you want to confer with your um client while the trial is going on right this is i'm talking about having instructions before a hearing where i can call get the instructions that i need or i call and update them about what has happened but if a trial is taking place examination is happening in the process i may want to confer something they may want to tell me something that again there was no private channel of communication that was possible in the course of proceedings uh, some judges again told me that if the lawyer requested that they wanted to talk to their client then they would leave the courtroom and then the lawyer could ask whatever they wanted to but you know it's not routine you know not every client would be able to speak up and ask for this right not every lawyer will make that effort not every judge will be so obliging the way uh, instru- receiving instructions from prisoners has sort of both improved but not really improved has been very ad hoc in in the way it has happened in the pandemic you benefit from it at times you don't other times another such system is mentioning uh, in a judicial system that is plagued with delays one important tool that lawyers rely on is mentioning cases and important applications for getting listed this especially happens in high courts however mentioning cases before judges or even otherwise getting cases filed and listed have been greatly impacted during the pandemic so abhishek ji uh, you spoke earlier about uh, how difficult it was to get matters listed in the lucknow high court so lucknow high court mein kya mechanisms abhi follow ho rahe hain formally ya informally criminal cases ko file karne ke liye ya urgent uh, petitions ya applications ko file karke list karane ke liye लेकिन अब आप उसमें और उन लिस्टिंग एप्लीकेशन में वो हो रहा है की फोर वीक्स और हाई कोर्ट में तो जो हमारे यहाँ ये ऑनलाइन ये चली थी ये सारी जो थी तो हम लोग बैठे रहते थे पता चला केस लगा है इतने नंबर पे है दस बजे से बैठ के तीन तीन बजे तक बैठे हैं नंबर ही नहीं आ रहे हाँ फिर पता चला ये भी नहीं पता है कि कोर्ट आफ्टर लंच बैठे कि नहीं बैठे थी बैठे हुए हैं पता चला ऑर्डर आया कि नॉट सिट आफ्टर लंच तो ये सारी दिक्कतें आ रही हैं और मेरा मानना है क्योंकि मैं एक बहुत इन चीजों को बिलीव ये एक होता है कि आप जैसे होता है ना कि आप डॉक्टर को दिखाने जाते हैं तो देसी एक वो होता है कि आप जब तक 
डॉक्टर नब्स ना पकड़ के देख ले आला ना लगा के देख ले तब तक सेटिस्फेक्शन नहीं मिलता है वो कहते हैं अच्छा हाँ ऐसे ही देख लिया ये दवा दे तो हाँ जब तक कोर्ट के सामने एक्सप्रेशन ना देखे जज का मूड ना देखे पेपर्स ना वो कर सके कई बार होता है कुछ पेपर्स हम लोग एनेक्स नहीं कर पाते हैं वो हम लोग ड्यूरिंग आर्गूमेंट देते हैं तो वो चीजें होती हैं बाद में मिल जाती हैं कई रूलिंग्स होती हैं जो हम लोगों को बाद में मिलती हैं और वो कोर्ट ना देखे और आप वो वो चीज हो नहीं पाती है और ये आप ट्रायल की और इसकी बात कर रहे हैं मेरे यहाँ तो हाईकोर्ट में बेल और इसकी बड़ी दिक्कत आ रही है ट्रायल की तो आप बात ही ना करिए सिर्फ वकीलों का काम यहाँ पे लोअर कोर्ट में सिर्फ रजिस्ट्री तक हो गया है सारे मैटर्स मेरे जो कुछ लिस्टेड थे जो ट्रायल कोर्ट में उनमें सिर्फ डेट हो रही है कोई 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 चीजें नहीं हो रही है ना एविडेंस हो रहा है ना कुछ हो रहा है और हाई कोर्ट का भी बहुत पैसे ही हाल इतने लोगों में अगर आप पांच दस हजार वकीलों में बात करें तो शायद दो चार मतलब सौ भी नहीं होंगे जो रेगुलर उस पर वकालत कर रहे हैं ये स्थितियां हैं मतलब सबसे खराब है मैं जो सबकी बातें सुन रहा हूँ सारी चीजें नई टेक्नोलॉजी की बातें और सारे सब लोग बोल रही है लेकिन हमारे यहाँ लखनऊ में ऐसा कुछ नहीं हो इसमें से कुछ मुद्दे ऐसे हैं जो कोर्ट्स में जनरली भी होते हैं पैंडेमिक के पहले जो और बिगड़ गए होंगे शायद पैंडेमिक आने के बाद लेकिन चाहे होते हो पहले चाहे बाद में पैंडेमिक के बाद में उठे हैं पर ये मुद्दे ये प्रॉब्लम्स ये इश्यूज एग्जिस्ट करते क्यों हैं इन योर ओपिनियन वाई आर दीज बेसिक प्रॉब्लम ऑफ एक्सेस टू जस्टिस एग्जिस्टिंग इन लखनऊ देखिये मेरा मानना है जस्टिस गेटिंग जस्टिस इज अ फंडामेंटल राइट और इस समय मैं मैं अपने क्लाइंट को यह शोर नहीं कर पाता परसों मेरे पास एक फोन आया चूंकि बाहर हूँ शहर से फोन आया कि ऐसा ऐसा मैटर तो मैं एश्योर नहीं कर पा रहा था कि हाँ ये मैं करा दूंगा कि अब ये है अर्जेंसी होगा टेकअप होगा जेट उसको ट्रीट किया जाएगा परमिशन लेनी पड़ेगी एक बेल फाइल करने में फाइल करने के बाद में लिस्टिंग होने में फ्रेश की मुझे पंद्रह से बीस दिन लग गए और मैं क्लाइंट को और और क्लाइंट को जवाब देते देते मतलब हार गया था और वो सारी चीजें हो रही हैं और ये स्थितियां कब तक चलेंगी आई डोंट नो लेकिन ये चीजें आती इसलिए हैं कि हमारी बार इतनी सक्षम नहीं होती है जिन लोगों को हम लोग डिटेक्ट करके भेजते हैं कुछ समय बाद में वो अपने उनके बेसिस इंस्ट्रेस आ जाते हैं वो और दूर की सोचने लगते हैं कोई तो वो वकीलों के लिए और खासकर यंग लायर्स के लिए मतलब हमने तो नहीं देखा कोई बोलने वाला कोई ऐसा अभी तक इतने उसमें मैंने वकाल देखा और वकीलों का एक ऐसा ये भी है मैं मतलब कहते हुए थोड़ा सा वो लग रहा है एक सोशल एक बहुत अच्छा बना हुआ है सोशल दायरा है कि हाँ वकील साहब तो आप आप अपने उनसे मुखलसी की भी बातें नहीं कर सकते कि राइट नाउ आई एम नॉट इन अ पोजिशन टू स्पेंड मनी तो आप वो भी नहीं कह सकते कि अपनी दिक्कत भी नहीं बयां कर सकते और समाज में वकील का एक अहम तथ्य है लेकिन वो अपनी भी नहीं कह सकता है वो अपनी परेशानी भी नहीं जाहिर कर सकता है और बस जिए जा तो क्या आपको लगता है इसमें एक ये भी फैक्टर है कि जो एक कोर्ट रूम होता है वो लॉयरिंग uh, और जो केसेस चल रहे हैं उसके अलावा एक और भी चीज का एवेन्यू होता है वो होता है वकीलों के कमिंग टुगेदर का 
वो साथ में आ पाते हैं चाहे वो लीगल मुद्दे डिस्कस कर रहे हो चाहे वो अपनी प्रैक्टिस की डेली बातें कर रहे हो बिकॉज लॉयर्स आर नॉट एबल टू कम टूगेदर देयर फोर डिस्पाइट फीलिंग ऑल ऑफ दीज प्रॉब्लम टूगेदर they are not able to perhaps raise their voice is that also an issue to be some extent it is uh, very much uh, all right yeah. but aisa nahi hai jab agar aisi dikkatein hain to sabke facebook pe comments aa rahe hain sabke twitter pe comments aa rahe hain sari cheeze hain bol bol rahe hain sabki hum logon ke groups bane hue hain whatsapp pe kuch logon ne kuch protest kiya bhi tha लेकिन जजेस नहीं टर्न अप हो रहे और हमारी बांस जो है इतनी इफेक्टिव नहीं है कि वो उनको वो कर सके और जो एल्डर्स कमेटी के मेम्बरान्स होते हैं उनके अपने इंटरेस्ट होते हैं और वो सोफिस्टिकेटेड बहुत वो वो एलिट वर्क एक आता है जिसमें वो यंग लायर्स जो है वो दब जाते हैं उनकी आवाज वहां तक नहीं पहुंच पाती है और बीच में ये सारी चीजें होती हैं तो उनके इश्यूज कहीं छुप जाते हैं राइट सोमनाथ सर देर इज वन एस्पेक्ट दैट वी आर नोटिसंग हाई कोर्ट और यूर एट द ट्रायल कोर्ट एंड सेकेंडली देर डिपेंडेंट मे बी जियोग्राफिकली एज वेल whether you're in delhi or bombay or you're in maybe lucknow uh why do you think uh these kinds of issues which have a clear impact on the right of access to justice more imp- so important in criminal cases uh exist is there why are we unable to we, uh, to see uh, to see them coming to have the foresight to plan for these issues which are going to affect access to justice so deeply and is access to justice not affected when lawyers are not able to take up cases right so the issue has couple of components because judiciary would be on the administrative side be headed by the high court and uh, when you say that uh, whether we could plan ahead now that planning aspect would probably come from within the community or could be through the state government and uh, law ministry both at state and central now what i can tell you is that at least in gujarat and i cannot speak of other jurisdictions uh, right. is that uh, one of the first video conference courts which was set up under the digital uh, the digital court kind of which preceded e court system where a pilot project was started was in the city civil court right. in amdavad and uh, that a video room where i was present when it was started when i was not a lawyer and i had the opportunity to then appear and argue in that room when i became mm-hmm. a lawyer right and uh, so that since i i don't know whether it would be true but i this would be say about 2004 2005 amdavad has had experience with the video conference rooms and video conference related uh use of say production and in some trials right. some of these issues did travel to the gujarat high court where issues of uh, so what we were discussing in terms of not being able to obtain instructions those were agitated not allowed so praful desai became the precedent now because of probably this familiarity and also i think uh, 
some some bit of mercantile uh, nature of the uh, of, of people here that right. transactional that you get so let's get this thing done so therefore there was greater familiarity however it is not to say that certain more safeguards ought to be thrown into this mix uh now why we are not able to anticipate so i can say that uh, it, it, though it was not anticipated by pandemic point of view it was actuated more by way of cost to the state ke production of people from jail then uh, security because there were incidents which happened and sure it happened in yeah. delhi also in lucknow also where under trials are attacked or two groups uh, they uh, sort of clash within the court premises so the law and order and cost were the primary issue which drove this transition initially right then when the new building was set up uh, which uh, the foundation was again pre pandemic we have all the sessions court in amdabad i'm sure like uh, 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 karkar duma court in delhi right or rouse uh, avenue so they all of them are equipped with video conference facility so there is that bit of planning which was which predated pandemic uh, same is also true with the high courts that uh, the digital campaigning was led by competent people though for different reason but that it has had uh, it has been able to help in this transition period quickly or quicker than other places right uh, so that that is one thing which uh, immediately comes to my mind however access to justice in terms of uh, so lawyers ability to practice uh, both in terms of the revenue side which uh, abhishek bhai has clearly indicated is a problem which is felt across the state of gujarat so there is no denying about the financial impact right but that courts were able to pick up uh, gradually and then after the first wave ended then speedily and then again it stopped and again it started is because of this uh, uh, some infrastructure which existed which predated the pandemic which clearly is the requirement uh, of the day of the future right however in whereas in when it comes to livelihood there is a problem because if the state starts dictating livelihood or assuring livelihood then there is no free lunch right and uh, when that would happen uh, then it would be an avenue which i can tell you that the state is state would love to exploit <laughs> so it's like those free passes to the press when it's given then you know the kind of report which comes from there right so it's a it's a balance so you, when for independence of judiciary uh, lawyers would be a critical mass and uh, how to ensure independence and yet think of, yet to think about uh, their livelihood is a is is a complex issue I, i i and i would not merely say that the answer is that the state should step in how right. best to do it is another thing that's right now sahana let's just close with you now we have seen access to technology and capacity for computers video conferencing and other things are not obviously universal goes without saying and they are very many times a function of privilege now recently the supreme court e committee has recommended that digital courts including e filing virtual hearings online case management be adopted across the trial courts high courts and the supreme court in the entire country now they have also recommended there are proposals that lawyers and litigants will be provided 
technologically enabled transcription of court proceedings. There are proposals uh, for sending and receipt of notices through SMS and email. So there are there's a lot that is clearly in the pipeline. Now, do you think uh, do you think that such an approach may be in keeping with the reality of how lawyers in any given city perceive of virtual courts and the use of technology in the court system? Or in other words, what should we keep in mind as we move ahead uh, towards more and more technology? What principles of inclusivity and participation can we possibly keep in mind uh, as we make this move, which seems to be inevitable? Um, I'm, I'm really glad you brought up the Supreme Court e-committee because I actually wanted to talk about that. You know, like recently in, in, in May, they came out with their draft proposal for how they imagined the phase three of the e-courts mission mode project okay. is going to play out because, um, you know, like Sumnath uh, was saying around 2004-05, phase one was launched, which was when, you know, every court started getting its website and you started digitizing courts, so to speak, and there was easy access to uh, case details. Uh, phase two, which is what we're sort of going through, has been to set up some mechanisms which can then be used, including video conferencing, but also to increase things like you're saying, you know, like service through SMS, etc. Um, but phase three seems to have sort of got this jump because of the pandemic and how much we're using technology okay. without really also taking into account all of the conversations that we've had right now. You know, because this has been done by the Supreme Court e-committee and it's been done without really having uh, conversations with lawyers before and at the time of preparing that document. And if you were to look at this vision document that they call it, um, it is it's so generic. You know, it could apply to they assume it could apply to a civil court or a commercial court or a criminal court with equal ease. And that is not the case. There are very fundamental differences in the way a trial happens in, in a criminal court and a very fundamental difference in what is at stake when a crime, uh, criminal trial takes place. And so while it's, it's, it's fantastic if we can move towards ease of access in terms of, you know, being able to serve people and um, more um, access in terms of digitizing our court systems, I don't think that we are at a stage where we're ready to move on to video conferencing. And we are not at a stage where we can expect lawyers to join in this process with their own devices, right? Because if the court creates a system where there is a video conference and a person who does not have a computer or a phone uh, as a lawyer can come and participate and you assume that everybody has these kind of basic equipment or even internet connection, you know, something as basic as that. Uh, we cannot use Delhi or a bomb or even a Bombay as a yardstick and Bombay is by far way behind Delhi in terms of its technology or even in terms of how Ahmedabad is very clearly, right? So these are big cities, four big cities that we've spoken about and there's such a vast difference. Just imagine how it can be and how it is in uh, type two cities or in rural cases where they don't even have these setups. Or as I was discovering through my conversations with a lot of people, there are these video conference systems that are set up you know, that's it, there's a big screen and all of that, but they haven't been able to use that even in this pandemic because it's outdated technology. Uh, obviously, a court staff that's you know used to writing uh, by hand when they were picked up and who've not been given the necessary training to transition will not be able to set it up. We don't have technical officers. We need those specialists to be able to set it up to you know inform our judges and our court staff how to use these systems. Um, and also, we cannot use it as if this is the next step. There are multiple steps that we have to take before that. For example, the uh, the very basic um, 
SOPs that we have right now, which the Supreme Court came up with and different high courts adopted, are also very generic, right? There is nothing specific about how, uh, if at all, say, um, cross-examination does take place or if a uh, remand hearing takes place, what are the basic steps that must be taken into account when it happens virtually? That's also not sort of spelled out in our SOPs. It's very generic. So what we're trying to do is to say that, okay, the CRPC exists, our constitutional rights exist, and all we're introducing is this layer of um, a video conference or the layer of digital India, and that's not sufficient at all. We need to have safeguards that are very specific to the kind of safeguard, uh, to the to the rights that are at stake at each stage. And also we need to say that, again, um, there's, there's such a top-down approach, right, where you look at how do you uh, go to the next phase where you're looking at the Supreme Court committee setting up things for high courts and then so on and so forth. Mm. The actual experience of magistrates and session courts judges, who are the people who end up using these systems, um, I feel is, is completely lost. And so I think maybe we can borrow some of the good things that we've taken from this space. Um, but that there's, there's no reason that we should completely embrace it without ironing out all of these problems that we've discussed in the past hour. Thank you so much, Sahana, for that succinct summary of the issues that we are traversing. There is certainly cause for a lot of reflection here. Thank you, everyone, for joining and for sharing your experiences here. This is by no means the definitive conversation on these issues, but it is an important one and one that we need to keep in mind as we move forward in these difficult times. Thank you, Abhishek Ji. Thank you, Somnath, sir. Thank you, Sahana. And thank you, Seema, for joining us. This is the 39A podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.